0: Hi, uh, so today on Irish Tech News, uh, this is our latest interview uh, with people who are at the cutting edge of uh, some important trends in Ireland. Uh, So we're going to dig into this. So first of all, who do we have the pleasure of speaking to today?
1: Morning, Simon. Uh, My name is Tom Gorman. I'm Director of Operations at Interaction and Digital Realty for Ireland.
0: Cool. Perfect. And so we're going to dig into that because obviously uh, this is a very important area that Ireland does well in. Uh, But so first up, with, with what you do now, is it a logical progression to what you do now from maybe what you wanted to do when you were first starting out in the industry or not the industry?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, my background... Um going back a number of years, uh, was, was the semiconductor industry. Um, you know, so heavily involved in technology industries for for a long time. I spent almost 19 years uh, in the semiconductor in- industry, um, you know, at various positions between engineering, um, account management, construction management, etc. cetera. Um, and, and I got into data centers about five years ago with, uh, with AWS, actually almost about six years ago now. So um, I, I initially started off with AWS in Dublin. Um, managed operations there uh, in, in the Klanschok region for them, and then took an opportunity to, to take on um, management of operations in Germany, um, managing across Germany and Luxembourg footprints. Um, so so this is a really a logical pro- progression for me uh, as far as the next steps in my own career path. Um, it was also an opportunity for me to <clears throat> to step away from the hyperscale side of the business um, and into the co side of the business um, and bring some of the I suppose some of the learnings that I have from that side of the, the business around, you know, process and and, you know, market leading technologies and drivers uh, and bring that back into into the collocation side. Having having been a customer on the on the, on the hyperscale side, you know, it's obviously a, a different viewpoint and a unique insight into into the way the business operates.
0: OK, so so that's great. And that makes sense. Uh, and then, as you've mentioned, uh, you were in Germany and now you're back in Ireland. So uh you know Germany has a much bigger population, so uh, I guess what 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 was the appeal of coming back to Ireland, and then equally uh, in what areas is Ireland also interesting, even
1: though it 's a much smaller population base so I guess the the reason for the move back to Ireland was um was somewhat personal. Um, you know we, we had a plan when we moved to Germany originally myself and my family that we would do a, we would do a, a, a stint over there a period of time there and then make a move back. Um, so that we had set a time limit on the move back. Um, when I looked at the opportunities that were available to me um, as part of that move back you know both internally and externally, um, you know the, the opportunity with interaction very much appealed to me for a number of reasons you know from a, from a challenge and the challenge of building a new team um from the challenge of overseeing the merger between interaction and digital realty in in ireland um, and taking on the opportunity then to manage you know both an in-house and an outsourced uh, operational footprint um and also the opportunity you know having been with the hyperscalers for for over you know five and a half years um, an opportunity to kind of explore a different part of the business um the the irish market in general you know if, if we look at the data center footprint. Um, you know, the Irish market is, is very comparable in size and scale uh, to, to any of the markets in, in Europe. Uh, in fact, you know, the, the, the difference really with the Irish market is that it's very heavily loaded at the hyperscalers. Um, you know, there's a lot of hyperscale footprint in the Irish market. Um, whereas in, in Germany, for example, you would be much more dominant from a co-location perspective. Um, the hyperscale footprint is, is, is hybrid. It would be collocated with a lot of the co-location providers um but but it's de- definitely not dominated by their own um deployments or their own buildings so so that in that respect it's not like i'm moving back to a smaller market i'm actually moving back uh, on a per capita basis to a much bigger market mm-hmm. yeah look definitely
0: uh, and i just felt that you could explain that better than me but i mean this is the thing about ireland uh, ireland is very outward facing we have a lot of the very the, the biggest tech companies based out of Ireland, and you know around the m fifty we, we almost have a ring of data centers um, so yeah it 's a much more nuanced situation than people might realize and I guess in in that context with uh, interaction and digital realty do, do, do people kind of understand the footprint of what you do, or is that something that you have to explain? You know, like I'm saying, the, the island in some ways in data centers punches above its weight and the
1: kind of uh, services that you provide. Yeah, you know, th- there's a certain portion of it that, um, you know, we, we always try to explain to new customers. Um, I would say our existing customer footprint, um, not just in Ireland, but across Europe, is very well aware of the services we provide. You know, and the services, you know, we, we're a co-location provider effectively. Um, and what that does is really offer, you know, tailor made, uh, a tailor made environment for customers to come in and co-locate uh, and host their their IT infrastructure. Um, you know, and, and the advantages of that are, are numerous. Um, and, and we very much differ from the hyperscaler in in the in the, the services and the offerings that we provide. Uh, you know, interaction, for example, you know, where, where we're targeting kind of uh, new customers or, or supporting our, our existing customers. It's really giving them that uh, infrastructure and that environment that they can locate their IT infrastructure into um, at a much lower cost than they would normally have for on-prem data centers or on-premises data centers. At a much more resilient uh, footprint and infrastructure, you know, different levels of redundancy. There's a sustainability piece in there as well. Um, and very much, you know, the offerings that we have are well known to our existing customers, but ob- there's always opportunity to to advertise that externally. I think the, you know, what you see in Europe is um, there's a there's a lot more understanding of what the co-location footprint, I would say, is in general in, in Europe and in those European hub markets like Frankfurt, like Paris, like London. Um, you know, even though we we punch well above our weight in Dublin from a from a data center. Uh, footprint perspective. Uh, the co-location market is still, I still, still, I would say, in its infancy in regards to, uh, you know, bringing new customers online. Um, geographically, obviously, we're positioned very, very well, as you, as you well know. Um, you know, Ireland is is a gateway to Europe, um, not just because geographically where we're, we're positioned, but you know, for example, the subsea uh, fiber cables that uh, connect. Europe and the US terminate predominantly in in Ireland uh, and around our coastline. So, you know, geographically, we're in a very strategic location to be able to tap into those uh, connectivity points. And that's something that we can offer our customer direct access to those uh, fiber connections, uh, you know, for uh, lower latency, higher speed, uh, denser connections, uh, lower cost. And so that makes us and puts us in a really, really good position. from a physical location perspective, you know, Ireland obviously has a, a climate that's very conducive with data centres and, um, you know, we have, uh, you know, uh, we don't get that warm in, in the summer. Uh, we have a lot of cool, temperate weather in the winter, so we don't drop below freezing for, for uh, you know, any extended periods of time. And that, that natural climate um, allows us to, you know, to utilise the environment to our benefit. So, you know, we can... We can come up with effective cooling strategies and more, um, you know, uh, um, efficient cooling strategies that can utilize, for example, ambient air temperature during the colder months of the year, um, allowing us to be uh, more sustainable and more renewable in the, in the way we uh, we build our data center environments. So, you know, we have a number of factors in our favor in Ireland, um, and we, you know, as a as a data center co-location provider, um, you know, we try to utilize them and, and create those offerings for our customers.
0: Yeah, look, definitely. And I mean, you're kind of walking me into my next question, but it is interesting that from, say, when Cape Clear used to get the first telegrams from the US and then Valencia Ireland was getting things. It's kind of funny, isn't it, that here we are 150 mm. years later and yet Ireland's uh, geographical proximity to across the Atlantic is still of value, uh, which you've kind of been explaining. Um, and, so yeah, absolutely,
1: yeah. You also,
0: mm-hmm, and so you're also touching on sustainability and um this is a conversation where there have been some stories that you know Irish data centers using a lot of energy but then other people will say but equally Irish data centers are moving towards um, decarbonizing their sources of energy so um, therefore you know people still want data I don't think we'll get we're not moving to a scenario where we want less data we want more data and uh, I have heard people explaining that uh, it's something that can be met in sustainable ways so um, I guess with it, with it within within, where you are and your company what are your approaches to that are you looking at renewables how do you plan for a more sustainable uh,
1: offering yeah absolutely you know it, it is one of the key questions in our industry um, and one of the key concerns I suppose you know to people who are not familiar with the industry and um, we do get a lot of headline news on it um, sustainability is nothing new to us at Interaction um, we've we, we assembled a, an energy strategy group back in 2013 to look at sustainable energy solutions for, for our business. Um, and as our business uh, grew and expanded, we incorporated a lot, a lot of those uh, sustainable energy solutions into our new designs. Since uh, 2017, we've been um, 100% contracted with renewable energy sources across our entire European footprint, uh, Ireland included so you know Ireland we're in a, we're in a very very good position in Ireland um compared to a lot of european countries where you know we have access to renewable energy sources so i think about 34 38 to 40% of our of our market, for example, our energy production in Ireland is, um, generated by, by wind, uh, and another, you know, 10 or 15% by, by other renewable energy sources. So we have access to renewable energies and decarbonized energy sources in Ireland. Um, and we, uh, contract those energy sources to ensure that we are 100% renewable uh, across all of our sites. Um, but I think the sustainability question is, is not just, um, the grid or not just power related. You know, we, as part of our offering, our co-location offering, you know, we offer a much more sustainable uh, energy solution to uh, people who want to co-locate with us and customers who want to move into the data center business or into the data center environment. You know, if you think, for example, on-premises data centers are, are naturally inefficient because a lot of the IT infrastructure that they they house in, in on-prem data centers are utilizing building infrastructure that was never designed for a data center. So they would be using, you know, on-prem cooling systems, on-prem power solutions, um, and, and they wouldn't necessarily be conducive to, to scalability as, as companies grow and expand. And as you as you rightly said, demand more data. You know, in our interaction environments, you know, we're able to offer not just sustainability and renewable energy sources on site, but also more efficient data center environments uh, in general. Um, you know, the sustainability question uh, goes further than the power and um, you know we look at sustainability in our water usage for example around our cooling systems uh, we use closed-loop cooling systems that uh, don't require um, you know high water usage uh, to run the facility and to keep the environment cool and um, we offer we also offer redundancy across all of our systems mechanical and electrical so you know if we do if we do lose uh, a power feed or if we do lose a cooling tower or a piece of our cooling infrastructure we have that inbuilt redundancy to keep our customers live and to protect their data so you know we offer a much more uh, sustainable and i would say you know environmentally friendly environment uh, to house a lot of those customers out there who are demanding you know uh, sustainability and, and scalability in their data platforms mm-hmm.
0: yeah exactly i mean and i guess that is the thing that uh, it's often some. It's it's now a consideration when people choose which company to work with. Is also uh, do they feel that their sustainability values align with theirs? So yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Okay, so then um, if if things go well for you, uh, what would good look like in the next one to three years? Uh, if 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 things come off and you achieve the goals that you're hoping to achieve.
1: Yeah, I suppose a a couple of really key strategic targets for us over the next few years. Obviously, um, you know, the primary function of any operations director is to keep existing customers um, live, keep their existing customer data protected at all times. And that will always be job number one for operations. Um, But our our real target is to grow the business in Ireland. Um, We're very, very confident that, there's a, you know, there's a lot of market out there still to be, uh, still to go, go and grab. Um, Ireland is Ireland continues to grow, as I said, for the reasons we mentioned around connectivity and that connection point between Europe. And there's a lot, a large portion of the market out there that we still uh, can tap into. Um, for me personally, you know, with interaction, um, we're looking to grow the business. Um, we're looking to double in size, hopefully, in the next. Uh, two to three years, and double our footprint, so that we can improve our offerings and our, uh, you know, the availability of our data center environments to our clients and our customers. Uh, we're also looking at uh, connectivity and increasing our connectivity um, between our existing sites. One of the things that we saw as part of the merger between Interaction and Digital Realty is that, you know, overnight, both companies expanded or almost double the footprint that they had uh, in, in, in the Irish market because of the, the merger. Um, And what we're working on now is connecting all of those sites together so that we can give all of the existing customers and new customers who want to do business with interaction and digital reality uh, that increased connectivity, increased um, resiliency, and also increased flexibility in the services we provide. So for us, you know, it's all about growth, I would say. It's all about uh, tapping into the the Irish market and building the Irish um, uh, company profile. Um, And also, you know, maintaining as we as we have been doing, maintaining our sustainability focus and uh, evolving our designs as we do that. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, So with the with the 18 months that we've had with lockdown and uh, a big move to people working from home and now people want to perhaps have a more blended uh, approach going forwards. what, what what future trends do you think that people should be aware of and looking out for? It could be that or it could be something else. I'm just wondering, I guess, what future trends do you think are going to be important?
1: Well, I, I think that's one of the key future trends that's going to affect um, the majority of people out there in the market. Um, you know, I think when, you know, I think... The average person on the street, obviously sustainability and energy is, is, you know, making headline news. But what really is affecting people is the the flexible working conditions and solutions around that flexible working conditions. Um, and that's where, you know, data centers uh, and co-location providers like ourselves really play a key role in that, in that trend over the next couple of years. Um, and really how we do that is by offering those flexible solutions around connectivity, low latency data center or, or data connections. Um, you know, providing that platform for IT infrastructure to migrate away from uh, on-prem data centers and to scale to meet that kind of flexible working conditions and those working solutions. So we see ourselves as being a key player in that role and facilitating that trend. I think it's going to be, uh, you know, we've seen with the recent um, uh, the, the recent legislation that the government passed around uh, flexible working times and working time directives that, you know, those offerings will become more and more available to companies as they as they move back out of the pandemic mode. Um, you know, we will work with companies like that to facilitate their their new working environment and their new hybrid environment. I think one thing that's important for people to understand as well that you know throughout the pandemic, uh, our our own operations teams have continued to work 24 by seven, um, because our infrastructure is critical to a number of businesses and a number of sectors we haven't shut down we've continued to work and despite the pandemic and despite all of the challenges that have been thrown in front of us we've still managed to maintain you know five nines resiliency and redundancy across all of our equipment um, and maintain that resiliency and redundancy for all of our customers as well mm-hmm.
0: yeah exactly and that's the thing i mean it would have been a very different pandemic uh, if people didn't have internet connectivity uh, whereas you know, we were a lot we were able to do a lot of stuff and realize what could be done without physically being there so yeah it made a big difference um okay so my penultimate question is um what are your sources of information and inspiration how do how do you remain up to date and um have your finger on the pulse
1: um so good question i mean you know obviously ireland is a reasonably small market <laughs> as you know um you know we we do network a lot we have a lot of network um uh, Conversations around our industry. Um, you know, I am connected into, and we are connected in general into a number of different agencies, like Host in Ireland, which keep us up to date with with our market trends. You know, we sit on the executive board, or are represented on the executive board of Host in Ireland and companies like that that keep us in touch with with local market trends. Um, we also have a very wide support network both around the and globally within our own organisation um, between the interaction and digital reality footprint. And very much, you know, that keeps us up to date with uh, evolutions in operations, evolutions in design of our data centers, um, you know, evolutions around the sustainability issues, the challenges that are facing other regions from a connectivity perspective, and also those hybrid working solutions. So, you know, we we have a lot of information sources that we readily tap into, maintain close contact with, and uh, contribute to as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, We've learned a lot from them about you know, positive role models in other countries, uh, Iceland's high amount of energy from uh, geothermal. So, yeah, I think we are fortunate that there's some great examples out there. Um, so, look, uh, how can people learn more about you and your work, Thomas?
1: Uh, you, you know, we have a, we have a public facing uh, online website with Interaction.com um, and Interaction.ie that people can access, um, you know, People can, uh, there's, there's published articles that we have on, on there. Um, recently, we published an article on there about uh, um, operating through the pandemic um, and providing cooling su- su- systems and solutions to different customers. So we're, we, um, we're always available for, for contact.
0: Perfect. And then one final question is, uh, if you had a magic wand, uh, what would you use it to do to make your life easier? Forwards?
1: wow good question um what would i what would i do to make my life easier going forward um i would probably you know if uh, i think one of the big challenges we're going we're gonna face um obviously you know we, we talked about the power of sustainability i think if if I did have a magic wand um i would definitely you know bring forward a lot of the renewable uh solutions that we're proposing and that we're you know as an industry we're driving um uh and I guess, bring the public along that journey with us and bring them up to speed and how we're really driving those initiatives and, and maybe get that message out uh, through forums like your own. Uh, so people understand not just the value of our data centers, but also, you know, how we contribute to their, to their everyday lives. Um, but, you know, we're, we're, we're heading in the right direction.
0: Cool. So thanks. It's been a pleasure to speak to you. Uh, thank you very much. Pleasure. Thanks, Simon. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore tech news, on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News. On LinkedIn, LinkedIn.com forward slash company forward slash Irish tech news. On Instagram, Instagram.com forward slash Irish And on TikTok, TikTok.com forward slash at Irish